This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Friday night, you and your boys went out to eat. Then they hung out, but you came home around three. Yes, you did. If six of y'all went down, then the four of you were really cheap. Yeah. Cause only two of you had dinner I found your credit card receipt It's not right But it's okay I'm gonna make it anyway Pack your bags up and leave Don't you dare come running back to me Mm, It's not right But it's okay I'm gonna make it anyway Close the door behind you and leave your key I'd rather be alone than so horny Mm. Now pack your bag so you can leave town for a week Yes I am um, welcome to the Solomon Ray podcast. That is a cute little rendition of Whitney Houston's It's Not Right, But It's Okay. Listen, I'm not really good at math, as everyone knows. Um, but she really taught me a lot about adding and subtracting. Because, bitch, that opening, I'm like, hold on. Two people had dinner, six. So, wait, six. Carry the two. No, divide the two. Wait. So I'm confused. Bitch, Whitney was doing mathematics, and I was like, girl, I'm confused. I don't know what the issue is, bitch. Like, what's... It it seems like you just have, you know, a a low bill for the table. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't really see the issue, Whitney. It wasn't until later I really had to sit down with a fucking abacus and a T9 calculator and just really do the math. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. So, boom. Um, yes, so I am back in San Diego, back, um, on my, this fucking desk that I keep banging on. Bitch, this is the most sturdiest desk I think I've ever spent, like, a hundred dollars on. This is the cheapest thing ever, and this bitch is holding up. As many times as I bang on this, please. Um, so let's, I want to give a shout out to everyone who is rated and, um, reviewed the podcast and given it five stars. For the girls who didn't give it five stars, this is not a shout out for y'all. It's not. It's just strictly for the girls who've given it five stars. So, um, who do I want to give a shout out today? I want to give a shout out to BJ says favorite podcast, favorite person, bravo. I love listening to Solomon's podcast. I also love following him on Snapchat. So hilarious. Love the girls, the cats, and the food is to die for. Girl, you make my day. I honestly love Solomon, and he brightens every single day. He's funny, super handsome, and so relatable. Must be a Capricorn thing. Period. Oh, and you're from um, Canada. So shout out to you in Canada, girl. I wish I could go there, girl. I had a DUI, so I don't think your country would love me in, but... You know, the girls be like, come to Canada, come to Canada, come to Canada, come to Canada. And I'm like, bitch, I can't. You know, you got to talk to the United States. And no, 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 it's not even about the United States. It's about y'all. Okay. <sighs> People who have DUIs, they're just deemed unworthy. Um, but I guess it's been so long. It's been more than a decade that it's like, so I don't know if, I don't know. I haven't really tried it. But, um... Oh, Lord have mercy. There's this man um, in Canada. Oh, he's so fine, girl. He is fine, bitch. <sighs> Just thinking about him right now. Um, What are we talking about? I wrote down some things for this today's podcast. And we are going to talk about 
me getting my life unorganized. Um, okay. Okay. So now we're going to talk about a couple things. Um, I do want to mention about like people changing, which is something I've been thinking about a lot lately, like the last few months. Um, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, I think this is really all about like people changing, you know? All right, so aside from that, bitch, let's just get into the show. So a lot, I've just been in not a funk, but and not really in a pickle, you know, but I've just been more emotional, as I've been telling you, but I've been more emotional as of late than I think I've ever been, bitch. I don't think there's a day that goes by that I'm not crying. And not like I'm sad and depressed. It's just, I'm just emotional. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just get, I've always been an emotional person. Um, and even since I was a kid, but there's, I'm sure there, I think there was a, a moment in where I really shut off my feelings just because I thought that they were, I just thought like if I just kind of said this is how I feel and when I was emotional or I, you know, bared myself that it would always be used against me, which it has before and um, which is fine. You know, you get over it. But I've always learned that like, you know, showing your emotions is a sign of weakness and people will take advantage of it. So in order to succeed or get by or just survive the fucking day, you know, don't let people know how you feel. Um, big mistake. <laughs> um, but anyway, so needless to say, now that I've gotten rid of that and like, bitch, I don't give a fuck about those things anymore. Um, I have been much more emotional, but again, like I said, not like depressing, not like slitcherous type emotional, just kind of like nostalgic, emotional, just emotional, you know, an emotional girl. So I was on the, my flight from New York back to California and I, lo- I left my fucking AirPods in my gym bag the night before I left San Diego going to New York. So I didn't have any AirPods. I couldn't watch none of the entertainment I wanted to watch. It was just, you know. Also, I don't know how I packed my bag. I was FaceTiming with my friend Ashley and her friend. And just, I should have been packing I had I I made that um that mussels with white wine and butter sauce, which was bitch, bitch, bitch. When I tell you that was divine, yo, probably. You know how I say like there's certain like dishes and things that I've cooked throughout the years. That's in my top five, bitch. It's up there in the top five, along with the shrimp and grits. It's up there and the gumbo. All right. It's it's really the fuck up there. That shit was I I shocked myself. I was like, damn, bitch, I wasn't really expecting. That. I knew it was gonna be lit, but I didn't think it was gonna be lit lit, you know. But needless to say, I had like a whole bottle of white wine, you know, <laughs> while I was you know eating it and talking to y'all, and then ended up going on Facetime with my friend. And so needless to say, I just wasn't. I had to pack that night, and so I just literally dumped everything I I could find. And put it in my suitcase. And then I get to New York and I'm like, wow, I have nothing to wear. Just a bunch of random fucking articles of clothing. Um, Anyways. Oh, quick recap. Because I know people were asking me, how did I like the Tina Turner musical? I love Tina. Down, 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 down to the ground. She is my up there in my top ten, as you guys know. Um, And a few episodes passed. I think it was the summertime, springtime, whenever it was. That documentary is amazing. If you guys get a chance to watch that HBO documentary, bitch. Oh, the way I weeped, honey. I weeped. Yep. Really, really good. The musical, mm, I uh, I think eh, if you're a, a Tina fan, you can enjoy it for sure. If you're a theater fan, you probably won't. Um... They used songs throughout her career, which makes sense. Like, duh, you know, it's she's a musician. But I just feel like when you have when you, when you're doing musical theater like those, it's hard to get 
to just use the artist's catalog. And plus, it's really hard to kind of do a musical that spans someone's, you know, very prolific career. And you know what I'm saying? So it's very difficult. Um, in my opinion, I feel like that's why they never really work. Um, but it was great. The person who played Tina, I guess, allegedly, I think there's like three people who, you know, alternate. Cause I'm like, bitch, I don't know how the fuck you can do this eight times a week or, you know, however, but they did an amazing job. Um, I enjoyed myself nonetheless. Um, but yeah, I think, I just think like musicals based off of real life people, especially musicians, especially musicians who've literally had such a very long career and have so much storytelling to tell. It's very difficult, you know, but needless to say, I enjoyed myself. That was fun. New York was cold, but it didn't bother me. <laughs> New York was cold, but it didn't bother me. What else? What else? What else? Um, yeah, I cried. <laughs> there was two nights that I just really fucking boohooed. Um, <laughs> just a mess. Aside from that, anyway, so <clears throat> I'm on the plane. <laughs> Tangent. Now I'm back on the plane, coming back to San Diego, and I watched the Julia Childs documentary, and clearly I'm already emotional on the plane. I just think it's so beautiful. I love this woman. I love her husband. I love the relationship that they have. I love her, the relationship she has with like food and, you know, they're talking about like what it means to like cook for someone and to, you know, what, it, you know, this cultural unification of sitting at a table and eating together. And, you know, it's, I know it seems like, bitch, this, that's not sad or emotional, but it is emotional because, you know, some of my strongest and, you know, fondest memories of some family members that are gone, it's like I, it's always connected towards um, food and <clears throat> spending time with them. So needless to say, bitch, I'm crying on the plane, right? And then it gets to a part point where, like, she made, like, these homophobic remarks and, you know... I, it's I don't know what year this is in the 80s or some shit like that and she just had like she didn't want what did she say she she always wanted to be around now bitch I hope I'm getting this right because I should have wrote this down so I'm not giving you misinformation Joe Rogan um I know she said she never called when she, she knew someone was gay she just called them the homos and Something else. She liked to be around only straight men um, and stuff like that because, I don't know. But she made some homophobic remar remarks. Anyways, her friend was gay and he died of AIDS. And that's when she really was sad and then started working towards um, giving her time and money to, you know, help with AIDS research and... Um, people living with AIDS, and that's when things very much shifted for her. So it just kind of really sparked this whole idea of people being able to change. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to get through this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, so me and Jonathan, I think, when was it? Saturday night? we stayed up to the wee hours of the morning and then kind of just talked about like change and like, um, I sh you know, and, and our relationships with our parents and our, especially our mothers and, you know, me in this area with my mom to where I'm really, really in a good relationship with her. It's just sometimes you think about, things that they did in the past and it just starts to hurt you know and he made a good point Jonathan he was like you know we can't live in that past anymore like we can't stay there you know our parents aren't even there they're the ones actively doing the work to understand us and they do change and you know, they're not the same, you know, let's say homophobic people that they were before, or they're not the same, they don't have the same sentiments and stuff because they have you and they love you. 
And so I was like, you know, I don't know. Like, you know, it's still, he was like, no, like you haven't, like they, you stopped doing the work the minute the hurt entered your life, you know, and you kind of cut it off. But they, that's when the work for them began. So it's like, where do you go? Like they've done the work to understand you and to let go of all that stuff and to be loving parents and no longer be homophobic, you know, and you're like just still stuck in the past, blaming them for things that they've already worked over and are no longer that. And it just kind of made me think like, you know, it is true. Like people are able to change. Um, and I think I just had a really hard time dealing, trying to understand that. Um, Cause I always was under the notion that like, you know, like, you know, people are just at the core of who they are. And it's like, yeah, you're at the core of who you are. Like, me as like a Capricorn, if you, you know, if you will, but people, because, you know, of life experiences and like relationships they have, they change, you know, and then I got to thinking about how angry some viewers are of Especially like Miranda. I'll just use Miranda, for example, in this reboot. And I've always identified with that character so much because she's very like a workaholic, very like structured, doesn't want to let love in, but really will let love in. But it's like on her terms. And she's just not a hard ass because I don't view her as that. But she's just very analytical. And, you know, and that was me for so long. And, of, well, of course, the character's that. And then people are outraged that she's no longer this person anymore. And it's like, but in rea realistically, no one's really the same person that they were in their 20s, you know, <clears throat> or in high school or in their 30s. Like, I'm not the same person. There's core elements of me that are very still the same. But I've changed a lot. Um, I know we joke a lot about like, bitch, you literally said you do not want pets. You hate pets. You do not want to be around any living, breathing thing in your house. And here I am having two cats and a fucking cactus. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> and I'm and I was able to change. And I, I, I think you're allowed to change. And so, like, another thing I started to think about was, like, um, like relationships um, that you have with people. And I was thinking, like, there's, like, this unwritten contract Like, there is this, in my, in my opinion, I was thinking yesterday, I said there is, like, this unwritten contract between friends and stuff to where you're like, this is who I met day one. And you fast forward 15 years, and they're not the same. And you're trying to figure out, like, wh why you're upset or, like, wh what's what's going on? And then it's like, they've just changed. And, but you're still going back to that same day contract of you were the, you were the person I, I became friends with on this day. And you're not that anymore. And you just feel like they're obligated to, you know, abide by that, you know, invisible, unwritten, untalked about contract that friends have. Um, and it's not fair. You know, because I look back on people I've known for a very long time and we, we're still like the same, but there are things that have shifted, you know, and, and, and it's, it's, it's also kind of hard when 
you don't always live in the same cities anymore. Um, and I got to thinking about one friend um, This might be like the worst episode, guys. I swear. Like this is I normally can get through these things. Um and it's like I'm not 17 anymore. I'm not 19 anymore. And a lot of life has really transpired in the interim, you know, and it's like, I, it, you can't, it's, it's, it's hard, I think, for me to maybe come to terms with like, you know, we, we aren't really great friends anymore. Um, and then, so listen, because it's like, I feel like I'm also doing a very major disservice to other people that always show up for me and have never not showed up for me and are there now. Um, me and Jonathan fell out for a, a year and, you know, it was kind of like, we, but we're, we still have new memories that we recreated. We have another fucking memory on the fucking West Side Highway of him banging on the fucking, his, his, his steering wheel once again. And you know what I'm saying? Like, there's still new memories happening. And with another friend of mine, there isn't many new memories happening. And it's like, we can't, I can't keep talking about what we did when I was 19 or what, transpired when I was 20 and you know that's fine I don't mind it but like I want to create new memories with these people and but I think the thing that's scared and it's like I just thought you would always be the same person and I just and I thought I would always be the same person and I think the thing that's hard to kind of relinquish that is understanding that like that is you know, it's kind of hard to kind of get rid of someone or not get rid of, that's horrible, but like to not be around someone who just remembers things when, you know, like that's a really hard thing when someone knew you when, when you, you know, when they have memories of you when, you know. And I don't even know, this is the worst episode, I swear. But, like, do you ever, like, have this feeling that the older you get, which is, you know, it's maturity, I'm sure, it, of course, um, and it's just responsibilities and but I think I just have a fear of getting away from the creative person I, I really am. And this like super loving, super, and I'm, I, I'm still the same person. I don't know really how I'm describing this or explaining it, but I think I just, I think the older you get, you just become very protective, very um, aware you know, there's certain traumatic moments in your life that just make you close off instantly. And sometimes you kind of look back on the you prior to the war. You know what I'm saying? Like you went through like a war and no one ever goes through a war without having something that has damaged them. You know, and so it's kind of like, and you, listen, you, you come out of war and you still build a family and a home and you pay your bills and it's, it's normal life. 
but there's something to say about the person before the war and before all of it happened, you know? And I think I just, this person knew that aspect of me, like this super, like, hopeless, romantic, lovey-dovey person and, like, super creative, like, shy even, you know, I was super shy, and that's, I don't even think that is an adjective you would even describe me now, and I don't know, clearly I'm an overthinker, but it's like, that's, that's that person, like, he just, he, he knows that person, and there's not a lot of people who do, and so it's just kind of like, it's hard to even come to terms with like, and, and, and then I think that's also where I get really like not upset, but frustrated because I'm like, why are we not that anymore? Like, why are we not the same friends that we used to be? And of course it's people change. And it's just like, I always wonder like, how do you, do you get back to it or I don't know. I really don't even know what I'm talking about. I just, I'm rambling at this point. Um, yeah, I think, I think I'm just like, also a lot's been going on, but it's like, I just kind of wish that I miss for when things were a little more simpler for me, I guess. You know, like, I'm still in the midst of, like, filing my taxes, as stupid as it sounds, but it's, like, taking forever. And it's just so much more involved, so much more complex. And it's about four, four, I learned now there's a fifth person working on it. And I'm just like... I miss the days when I would just have a W-2 and file and be done. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I think I'm just... I On one end, I'm like, I'm nostalgic and kind of emotional about thinking of things for how they used to be. But then at the same time, I'm really excited for moving forward. And, you know, I listen, I don't even know what I'm rambling about. This is a mess. Um, let me fucking move on. This is horrible. I'm sorry. I, it's fucking 27 minutes of me blabbling, blabbling and literally saying fucking nothing. So we're done with this segment. <laughs> moving right along. A smooth operator. I'm a smooth operator. Okay, so now on to listener letters. Just a, a, just to change the vibe, because, bitch, it was getting a little too emotional for me. It was getting domestic. Um, so we have, actually, we have an update from, from B. She wrote into the show a month ago where she met this guy at a Friendsgiving. Um, and he, she called him Fred. And the guy, and if you remember, the the party that she was invited to was this guy named Jesse. And so, but then, so she fell in love with, or, you know, start, was in a relationship with this guy named Fred for a while. But it, she would get too turned, and they would get violent, and it would get domestic. It would get domestic. So, um, she has an update. She says, Dear Solomon, meet again with an update on life. Thank you so much for reading my letter about bitch-ass Fred. Anyways, bitch, ooh, I would never like Jesse. He is my friend and all, but he is a little hoe and his breath stank. Damn, why you do him like that, girl? <laughs> I am looking for a man with a little more coin niches this time because, bitch, a relationship is an investment. I've been healing and feeling a little bit better about Fred, but I did something horrendous a few weeks ago. I've been on my low-carb vibes with limiting alcohol because, let's face it, I ain't giving that shit up. So I was drinking and noticed my tolerance for alcohol went way low. But long story short, I drank one day too much than expected and showed up at Fred's house. Girl, I hope you took a damn Uber, bitch. I felt like I needed closure. But oh my God, girl, Fred's new girlfriend was there and I walked right up in that house. 
His uncle said I could come in, so I did. Oh, his uncle is messy. This little bitch went to his room hiding, and his girlfriend came out. Mind you, I know her since I was a child. And her and I talked, and then I ended up leaving. I wasn't able to talk to Fred. <laughs> Wait, what? I wasn't able to talk to Fred, but that's the moment I truly realized he really ain't shit. Trust and believe. That won't happen again because he doesn't respect me. And I really lost respect for him at that moment. Then Fred called me like a few days later with some stupid shit, which is really irrelevant. But I know his ass stalking me on Instagram because he know what I be posting. But yet I am blocked. LOL. So funny. So I have been feeling way more better than after that moment. I realized that I really never loved him. I tried to, though. He's super abusive, and I'm glad I didn't stick around to watch things get even more worse. Let that bitch deal with that shit. Damn. Poor girl, if it does happen to her. It's crazy because your whole life, you never think that you will let someone push you over your boundaries. Then out of nowhere, you dug yourself in a hole. Love, lust, attachment, or whatever you call it is a blind as fuck when you notice the first thing that the bitch you better run. Wait, it. When you notice the first thing, then bitch, you better run for the fucking hills. <laughs> I have been trying to do some deep searching within myself, and I did notice some things. I just really like the idea of having a person, guy, best friend, that I can con be consistent with and hook up with whenever I want and go out and do shit together. The feeling of being alone is fine, and I really take myself on dates and I'm comfortable with myself, but I just love that feeling of always having someone there, too. I think I have an attachment problem when it comes to people. Anyways, I'm still figuring things out day by day. I am dating a few men because, bitch, I'm just having my own reality show in my head. And I see the best ones that's going to make it. But should I even be dating right now? What are your thoughts on loneliness and just this letter in general? Love you forever, Solomon. And you know that you was that girl. You are that girl. And you will forever be that girl. B, listen. The way you write these letters is so funny because it's so, like, I could just read it in the way you wrote it, if that makes sense. Um, well, first off, I'm glad you're no longer with Fred because um, that just sound really bad and stuff. Hold on. Am I recording? I do this fucking all the time. Okay. Um, also, girl, not you busting in the house and the uncle being like, yeah, come on in. And then you talking to the girl, but you didn't even talk to Fred. Bitch, that is wild. <laughs> that is wild. Um, You know what's crazy that I started to learn is that like, and I've always known this, and but it's like a process. It's not something you learn and you're like, all right, cool. And it's, that's it. You keep learning about this, but, um, I can only speak for myself being adopted. You are, you innately just inherit like abandonment issues. And so the way you navigate life is a little different. And so it's weird because sometimes when you have abandonment issues, like you mentioned, there is a part of us that needs to be also very much in control because earlier on we kind of thought like you abandoned me because you know it was either we put a lot of blame on the abandonment if you have like early on abandonment issues you always blame yourself like i'm the reason my parents got divorced i'm the reason i, I you know my mom couldn't take care of me i'm the reason this i'm the you know and it's really the fuck not um and so when you get older, you know, you start spiraling a little bit because, you know, like anything, some things, some relationships just don't work. And because you have like this need and like this slight loneliness, this like thread of loneliness that kind of lingers throughout your life, um, you fall into some things that are may not great. And of course, because they're not great, it doesn't work out. And then thus reignites your abandonment and re you know solidifies your abandonment issues so as this continues to go on over and over again you eventually start to get harder and harder and harder and harder and learn to kind of really protect yourself and um 
sometimes you abandon them before they're able to abandon you because that's a form of control and you don't do it at in spite or to hurt them. You just kind of do it because you subconsciously, it's like, this is just to protect me because I don't like being hurt anymore. It doesn't feel good. You know, I've had a lifetime of hurt and it doesn't feel good, you know? So it's nice that you were able to recognize that. Um, and you know what? I think there is something to say of just kind of being with people and and maybe just hooking up and, you know, taking yourself out here and there. Um, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if I feel like if that makes you happy and it fills that void um, and there's nothing bad that's happening along the way, I think that's fine. Because um, sometimes that's kind of all you need. You know, like that's kind of, you just want a little bit of company here and there or just someone to kind of talk to and, you know, maybe go out to dinner once and then and then be done. You know, it, that might be, that might work for you. Um, but I will say, just take things easy and to listen to yourself. Um, sometimes journaling is really good. Um, I've stopped journaling for a few years, but I would... Because also, I'm like, bitch, what if I die and somebody opened up my journal and it's like me, you know, cursing out people I really like. You know what, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this bitch done pissed me off today. Fuck this hoe. And they're like, I'm dead, right? And they over here like, oh, look at the journal. They open it. They're like, oh, my God, he didn't like me? And it's like, no, bitch, just for that moment, I was just going through it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of scared of keeping a journal. <laughs> But yeah, I, I I would say take it easy on yourself, um, and it's okay, and it's nice that you were able to sit, like you know, lay in the cut and figure out, like you know, what am I feeling? Fred was not it. Jesse ain't it clearly because he don't know Listerine and flossing and basic dental hygiene, you know. So I think you're on the right track, and just give yourself some time and just be gracious with yourself and take it day by day. Yeah. All right. So our next listener letter comes from V. So if you have a listener letter or you want to write into the show, send it into ask at the Solomon Ray podcast.com and I will read it on the show. So V says in all caps, Solomon help. <laughs> <laughs> You know, hold on. Billy, please. I, I can't. Please, ma'am. Please. Thanks. Please. So, you know what's funny is I don't know what tickles me about seeing text, but when I see text, it's just, it's the funny, like, when someone says help or like, fuck or Solomon help, it's just something about the visual, like, the seeing that, it just make it's just so comical to me. And I don't know why. Like, I will lose it on stuff like that. Solomon, help. <laughs> like, you ever see, like, something that's... <laughs> you ever see, like, some comments? Or, like, you, you see, like, something that's crazy. So you run to the comments. And then it's, you're like, you're, it's kind of normal. It's kind of normal, like, normal comments. And all of a sudden, it's, like, you see someone says, like, please. <laughs> like, in all caps. Or, like, like, I don't know how to put it. Like, it's stuff like that just makes it funny to me. Anyways. She says, Solomon, help. <laughs> so I have, listen, she says, so wait, Solomon, help. Listen, so I have a twin. I'm the oldest. We live in this apartment building downtown LA. We actually moved from Brooklyn. Anyways, so over the summer, I was at the pool and the, this guy and I started talking. He invited me to have a drink at his unit. We didn't have sex, but we hit it off and exchanged numbers. So listen, Linda, listen. So the following weekend, I go to my yoga class and come back and he is in my apartment talking to my sister. Apparently, they met a few days prior and she said they did hook up. Well, bitch, guess what? They've been in a relationship since the summertime and I honestly feel a type of way because of it. He is a great guy, no kids, handsome, makes a lot of money. I just feel like that could have been me but my bitch-ass sister, who I love, but fuck her. I feel, 
I feel should have told me or something. I'm confused and I don't know how to process this. And each month that goes by, I see them together and I hate it. Oh, also, she is a type who never wants to date or be with a man. I am the only one always actively looking. I'm pissed. More now typing this. Help, girl. XOV. <laughs> um, help, girl. Solomon, help. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Not to, I'm going to get back into this. So, remember when Trump got elected? There was like this thing like going away where like a DM, like somebody DM'd Beyonce and they were just like, girl, help. <laughs> so whenever I see stuff like it just really fucking Solomon help. <laughs> okay. Um he said, I am actively looking. So I went on this date with this guy and he was like, I'm actively looking. Um and so I was, I was like, oh, that's, like, same, you know? Like, there's, like, casually and just kind of, like, you know, going about it, you know, more whimsically. But we both were like, yeah, like, that's, I guess that's what it is. He's like, yeah, it's called actively looking. I was like, well, okay, yeah, I guess I'm actively looking, too. Um, so, yeah, you were like, I'm actively looking. I had no idea that that was, like, like, a term. I mean, of course, it can be a term, but I never thought about it. Anyways, um, well... This is a doozy. Hmm. Let's see. You know what? I mean, I w I'll be honest. I would feel some type of way too. I would. I would. You know. And I'm sure that there is a dynamic that sisters have, and there is a dynamic that twin sisters have. And I cannot even. I would. I would rather fucking eat dirt than ever have to deal with that. I. It seems like fucking hell. Literally. I could never imagine being sisters with someone and then being twin sisters. No way. Can't do it. I'd rather jump off a bridge. Um, hmm. But I would, I would feel some type of way. But I think, hmm. And then it's also kind of like, okay, I'm not trying to like stir the pot with y'all. I'm really not. Okay, so if... Don't come to me if y'all get into an argument. But I... I would be like, first off, like, I would have so many questions. Like, let's say he knew, like, he clearly probably didn't know y'all were twins. So if, hold on, did you say um, they started and this guy started talking to him? We didn't have, okay, wait. So listen, okay. So it's like, how did y'all meet? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, maybe he probably thought you were the same or your sister was the same girl. I don't know how like, identical, I don't know if y'all are identical or fraternal twins, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I would be like, did he know? And like, did your sister like say like, hey girl, I'm a twin. Like, did you tell him you are a twin? Like, there's some questions you probably should have put in this because it would have helped me figure this out a little bit more. You over here talking about Solomon help, but you didn't even give me like the full rundown because did you tell him you were twins? And also did your sister tell him y'all are twins you know what i'm saying because if both of y'all didn't disclose this this man was probably like hold on so there's two of y'all uh i thought i was talking to the one i met at the pool but you know i think you also have to realize well bitch you know this better than me but i'm i'm more than you know sure that twins have different personalities and you know they're different girls um so you know, who's to say that it would have worked out with y'all? You know, I'm not trying to make you feel depressed or make you feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? But I think you can find, you know, comfort in knowing that, you know what, bitch? Maybe he wouldn't. Maybe we wouldn't have um, hit it off. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you hit it off, of course, at the pool and stuff. But, like, maybe, I don't know, you know? Um, it is kind of crittery and... I would be side-eyeing a lot of things. I don't know if I would side-eye my sister. I don't know if I would side-eye the boy. But I would definitely be in my feels for sure. And I can't imagine living with my... First off, I would never want to live with my sister. Love my sister down to the ground. But it's just, I couldn't. I wouldn't. And I would, wouldn't want to live with my twin sister. Like, I don't know how you're doing it. Anyways, um, actually, there are some... Uh, there's girls down underneath me in the unit beneath me that are sisters that live together. Anyways, girl, I just, I wouldn't, you know, think too much of it. I, I just tried, I would kind of lean into the notion that 
we are two different ladies and the probability that what worked for her may not work for you. You know what I'm saying? Like you might look the same, you might have the same address and be able to wear the same clothes, but in the end, you guys are two different people. Um, and I think what's important is for you to, as hard as it is, just be, you know, supportive, I guess, for your sister. I don't know, girl, because I would feel some type I would feel some type of way. I don't know why I would feel some type of way. I think I just I think because you didn't give me the full details, I need the details to really understand it. Because if your sister was straight up like, oh, yeah, my sister's identical. This is the picture of her, you know? Oh, cool. That's the lady I met, you know, last weekend. You know, then it would be like, all right, cool. Then I wouldn't be upset with your sister because it's like, well, girl, she disclosed it. But if she, like, was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, did you say, like, hey, bitch, I met this really cute guy upstairs. We hit it off. And she run into him. And she's like, I wonder if this is the guy. And she kind of don't disclose it. or You know what I'm saying? If it's sneaky, I would feel some type of way. But I would have to have that discuss discussion with my sister. But you didn't let me know that. So because you didn't let me know that, I would just be like, hey, girl, just charge it to the game and just... You know, let it go and just be supportive of your sister. But also, if you can, please write in because I would love a little bit more clarification because this is good. Bitch, you only gave me two paragraphs. I need more juice, bitch. The girls be giving me in these some of some of these little scenarios, they give it they be giving me dissertations, honey. They be giving me fucking novels, novellas. So yeah, girl. Um Good luck, but also if you can, write back in so we can get to a little more details, you know? All right. Bye. All right, so that was listener letters. Um, again, if you want to write into the show, send it in to ask at the Solomon Array Podcast and .com. Wait, so fuck. Ask at the Solomon Array Podcast.com and I will put it on the show. Um, but yeah, moving right along. All right, so before I leave, um, I just want to give you guys a heads up. There's tons of new mask colors out right now. They're on sale. I dropped the price on them. There's also filtered mask in black and pewter, like a nice little gray. And there's also children's size silk mask in black and silver as well. Um, they are, I mean... I'm really glad that I created them a year ago because they have really saved my face. I can't even imagine wearing something that's not silk on my face anymore um, and something that's not woven with ionic silver threads, you know, and getting acne. So, yeah, those are available. I also have a, um, a free gift gift with purchase for anything over $20, $240 or more. You get a full price chain. On the website, you just got to click on the free gift and add it to cart. Um, there is also 20% off um, this week using promo code VDAY. What else? What else? What else? Oh, the Hydra pins are in finally. So the great thing about the Hydra pin, it's really like the upgraded microneedling pin. But in my opinion, it's a teeny, teeny, teeny bit less invasive. So it's a little bit more user-friendly. Um, it covers more space on the face than the original microneedling pen. Um, and it only has one depth. So I know some people are always like, I don't know how far, how deep to go. I don't know. you know. So it kind of alleviates that problem for you guys. Plus, the best thing is there's a chamber in there to where you can put whatever liquid you want whether it be like, um, you could put water in there, bitch, if you just want to use water to help it glide over your face. But you could put like, you know, um, a vitamin C serum, the collagen serum. You could use whatever type of your favorite serums. Um, now I wouldn't use any acids, though, except for like hyaluronic acid. That's different. Um, to do your, your facials and stuff like that. Cause it... I've been using it for a while and I love it. I actually that was the original plan for the microneedling pen a year ago, but it just took me a year to finally get it done. So now it's finally done and that is available. But there's a couple more micro regular microneedling pens that you could still um, purchase as well. Um, so I'll still keep the regular ones, the OG microneedling pens, because those I do really love those. But the Hydra pen is available if you want that as well. 
Um, I know you guys have been on me like white on rice about the collagen serum. It should be here. I'm getting a notice that it's going to be shipped out February 25th. That's when it's done. <clears throat> Excuse me. So hopefully it will be here, you know, the beginning of March. What else aside from that? That's really about it. I don't really have any final thoughts. I'm going to go see my mom right now because my mom's like been dying to give me something. And it's kind of freaking me out a little bit. Like it's giving me a little anxiety because she's like, there's something really special I want to give you, but I've I've waited these uh, so many years to give it to you, and I just want to make it a moment. And I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? It's freaking me out a little bit. So, because my mom's not like a super crazy emotional lady, so but then she, before I left, she said, when you get back, please call me so we can set up some time so I can give this to you. And I'm like, what is like this is freaking me out. I don't like this. And then my brother, when I, you know, I came back, he said, yeah, mom wants to meet you so she can give you something. And I'm like, ugh, I don't like that feeling. So it's freaking me the fuck out. I'm about to get off of here, edit this, upload it, take my shower and go to my parents and see what it is. Like, I'm like, am I being subpoenaed? Are you giving me a bomb? Is it anthrax? I'm scared. No, I really, actually, I really am scared. I'm like, this is really freak because it's so not how my mom is. She's not this sentimental lady. Like, Kind of, but not really, you know? For me to be the crybaby that I am, my mom's not, like, the sentimental... My dad is a sentimental man. Like, it's so wild. Um, so I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna, it's going to be a long drive. I'm like, this is, like, I'm like I don't know what I'm walking into. <laughs> um, I kind of have an idea what it is, but I'm just... It's freaking me out. I don't like surprises for these reasons because it gives me anxiety. Um... Also, I know you guys were asking me a while ago about the the chamomile tea that I use. Yeah, it is in Target. There is also a thing that I've been using, this little app called Breathe, um, B-R-E-E-T-H-E. -E. Um, and it's just been little, little five-minute things, little 10-minute things that I listen to when I have, like, my anxiety is through the roof or I'm trying to get to bed and stuff, and it's been really helping me. Um, just, you know, I mean, you could do it yourself. You don't need an app, but sometimes I need something to force myself. Like, okay, bitch, breathe, look, think, you know, sensations, scan your body, all that shit to really stop my mind from racing. So, yes, that's really about it, y'all. Um, oh, what else? What else? What else? I know. But, yeah. Oh, sorry. This I so I'm not trying to drink any coffee lately because I'm like my anxiety's been wild and crazy. So I'm like, uh-uh, let's cut the coffee out. Let's kind of do a, a reset. Aside from that, oh Bailey, what you doing? Um aside from that, I guess I would say take care of yourself and each other until next week. Bye. Yeah.